We should begin with spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yo, guys, this is Archie Ball III, producer for For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. Just a slight warning there are going to be some spoilers in this episode. So, um, listen at your own discretion. It's a warning. <laughs> Enjoy. 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 You are logged into For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. This podcast is, is absolutely amazing. And that's the only thing that you took from it. No, the, it was, the big dip. No, no, because that, <laughs> that happened later on in the series. Don't, don't well, try Oh my it. God. The fact that I got to that part. You only part, watched it because so all you of watched, your friends you said. Watched, no, watched no, no, okay. Dip, so your take home for Watchmen was tight ass big dick. Right. And buddy. a tight ass. I'm just saying. Did we forget about the fact that it was blue? <laughs> you didn't forget about that. No, listen. I, for me to watch Esther it to get to that point, never take part in Love Is Blind. It would never work. For oh me, my right? god. What? What do you That's mean? That's a whole. Let's just okay. Let's come back. Let's come back into the. Mike, room what are you trying to say? you are listening to for your viewing pleasure podcast remember to like share subscribe all that good stuff we are on all streaming platforms and we's on youtube now so remember to search us for your viewing pleasure on youtube and on twitter we are fyvp podcast and on instagram we're fyvp dot podcast <laughs> yes because michael got it wrong last time Forever. <laughs> um I'm Esther. I'm Michael, a.k.a. Mr. M. And today, I will be Jeanisha Lequisha Picard. What? Who, who's that? Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. From? Star Trek. A.k.a. Picard. Picard. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Jeanisha Lequisha Picard. Jean, I'm just going to call Why does he have a French name? Jean-Luc Picard. Because maybe he, his origins are French. Probably. Why do you have you a know? Nigerian yeah, name? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> he said probably. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, oh, how is everybody this week? Oh, I'm doing, I'm doing good. It's good to have you two back in the studio. Yeah, because last time we went here, yeah, because man. I was, listen, my body was attacking itself, uh, honestly. There was just, it was just a marriage of corona. <laughs> I did not have coronavirus. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> I was really <laughs> ill. Cat so. was busy working. I was on a ship. Sailing. Living life like twelve floors. It wasn't se- se- seventeen. <laughs> seventeen decks actually. Oh. Seventeen floors. Seventeen floors of on luxuriousness. A um. Big. Yeah, I was doing the PR launch for Virgin Voyages, which is Richard Branson's new uh, cruise line. Voyages. Nice. And yeah, so I've been away on the ship and overworked, sleep deprived, very tired, but she's it making is all the big over. bucks. And been working 18 hour days for the last m- month nearly. Tight. But I'll be done this week and then I can have like a bit of rest. So, Back to yeah. normality. Yeah. Awesome. Can like do some self care, sort my nails out, sort my eyebrows out, sort my hair, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Get waxed. You know, all, all of that <laughs> all jazz. Of that stuff. All that, all the, all, all the women, all, all the woman stuff. 
buy baby wipes. Or the, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have what? baby wipes? I don't have baby wipes. I can't even take my makeup off when I get to home today. Oh, okay. I don't have anything. I haven't done laundry in a month. I, don't, I, don't, I have nothing. I have no food in my fridge. I don't even remember what it's like to chop an onion. Oh, man. But, you know, we move. And yeah, yeah. like as Michael said, I made money. So, yeah. You know. That's the most important thing. Well, it's not, but you know what I'm trying to say. Okay, well, Love Island came to an end. Ah, disappointing. Did Very- you see how close? The yeah, numbers um, were though. Sure, I and Luke. stopped watching Love Island the minute I started working on Virgin, so I haven't watched it since the end of Jan. Oh, okay. So I know so nothing you about what most of it. I missed oh, half of it. Casa more. I missed. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. All of that. I didn't watch oh, any. Oh, that's when it started to get kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I, haven't, yeah, I didn't watch any of that. I didn't. That. I didn't know who. Like, I was seeing people mention characters that I didn't even know anything about. So, um, do you mind me telling you who won? And. She know knows who, who won. won. I know oh, yeah. who won. Yeah, and I know who was the runner-up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So Paige and Finn were the winners. Forty-four percent. Forty-four percent votes. Oh, I don't wow. know. That's I don't really know how- close. Shanice and Luke got forty-three percent. Oh. I don't know how they should have. They should have no, won. It was so. It was forty-four point five two and forty-three point six one. It was so close. So close. Oh. So close. God, they won by the skin of their teeth. They really, really did. Ah, uh, I wanted Shanice and Luke T to win by yeah. the end, though. I really wanted them to win because I thought they had more character. They were no, a bit they more had outgoing. way more character. Yeah, Finn and Paige were just boring after a while it's just like you guys are not doing anything he's always crying she's always getting mad and that's about it <laughs> okay it just... i don't remember any of them doing that when i was watching it no i mean were. i remember Paige getting mad all the time because she's a psycho but i didn't remember finn crying so maybe that's something he started after i stopped watching. we didn't cry but it was just yeah it was just... i did vote for justin chad though Chad, not Chad. The same one. Is that the guy with the teeth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the memes. Yeah. The big, the big yeah. black, the guy. big black guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and Mike and Priscilla, are cute. I like, I like. They've been together. doing the PR rounds yeah. this whole entire week. They've been on every show, well, Capital got, Radio. I've got a Capital brain Extra. Food. Mike and Priscilla. Mike and Priscilla. You don't know who Mike. Oh, dog. Mike and Priscilla. Yeah. yeah. Black love. See, and all that jazz. Priscilla was intelligent because she cashed in nicely. 100 percent. Yeah. See how she we remember like, we spoke about Leanne mm. fumbling the bag. Yeah, but. She didn't from vomit. what I'm seeing though and again I haven't watched it so this might be uh, an opinion that's not accurate yep. but from what I'm seeing though is that she's not she's she can't be identified separately without him who, who Priscilla? Priscilla Priscilla it seems as if it they come as a package as opposed to like both she, of them are separate yeah as in like can she get a bag by herself if she's that's not what, with him that's what I'm saying that's why she was oh. intelligent in staying with him because there was opportunities where she no I mean I get that but, but she, she also hasn't now. as in now mm. she hasn't really se- identified herself yeah, as a yeah, solo yeah. individual I guess so will yeah. anything will any other bags come to her as right. Priscilla rather than Priscilla and Mike, Mike. that's well, what I mean, I'm trying to see they've only been out for like a week or yeah. to be fair I mean, she wasn't in there long enough because yeah, she just came there through for like three weeks. Moore, yeah. so you're right whereas she March, probably, March yeah. Mike was in there since the beginning I yeah. mean she's a model anyway yeah. so maybe she can she kind of like yeah, try. Yeah, yeah yeah she's a model she wants to get into presenting as well okay yeah she's that I know she's a model because I remember seeing like loads of photographers that I follow posting pictures of that they've shot of her when she went into the house. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. On Instagram. But um, yeah, it seems, I mean, to be fair, like I'm saying, I've seen them do PR together, do yeah, press together. Yeah, so yeah. I'm seeing them as, as two, mm-hmm. like an entity as opposed to two separate two people separate. that could make money on their own. Mike could probably do it because I mean, he's, he's got a shark nation. He's got, he's got shark nation. What's shark nation? It's basically, he's like, 
basically his brand of like, and you're selling like t-shirts, jumpers with. How did sh- he manage to do oh, that? Oh really? I didn't know. Yeah, because base. I think it must be his brothers. Yeah. His brothers oh, were, when he was when, like... yeah. So when oh, you, he didn't see that though. Oh, didn't she? No. Oh, yeah, because okay, there was okay, a time okay. that he was just moving mad with yeah, Jess, mad. and then he started doing like they were supposed to like kiss someone, and then he went to her and he was like, like a shark. Oh, okay. And then he basically cashed into it. So Shark Nation, that's like his brand. Is it okay. selling? Does it look? I don't, I don't, it looks nice actually, oh, but. Okay. Oh, well. I'm sure it's his brothers that put it together. Yeah, probably yeah. his brothers. They look quite Well, one brother looked really quiet. The other one looked a bit one, more. One always wears a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> one. Of, I think the one that wears a turtleneck was on The Apprentice. So I wasn't actually, but um, I worked with like a production company that did, I, I did a play with them. And then the next play that they did had one of the twin the brothers, brothers as one of the lead actors. And I went to go see it. Mm. Is he um, a good actor? Yeah, it's all right. That's good. That's I'm good. better, but he's alright. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, and Love Is Blind is a new show that yeah, I've been watching Love Is taking Blind. everybody's attention. Me, I just like, like it's just, I said, it's just come everywhere. They're I just... haven't really watched anything for a while, and um, I just haven't had a chance. But the night I got back from um, Liverpool, mm. I just remember like all my. Insta stories, people, everybody was posting about the show. Mm. Yeah. And I didn't, I had no clue what it was, like when it started, who's in it, what it's about. I don't. Yeah. And then actually, I was listening to um, Half Cast Pod and Poet and Chucky were talking about it as well. And yeah. I was like, right, so like the Mandem are talking about this show. Like it seems like it's <sighs> what is it? Is it from the UK? Is it no, American? No, American. Right. It's, it's basically show. people are, the aim of it is for people to get married, but yeah. then having the first, is it like a week? They're like um, basically dating. Weeks in pods so you can't see them you can only hear someone's voice, voice. and have a conversation with them so it's meant to remove the oh so literally love is blind yeah, yeah like it's meant to remove the um the sight process the or the social construct of, like of being attracted to someone yeah. while well, yeah. physic- physically seeing them and just being attracted to their personality rather than the way they look right okay. yeah so but, literally from the pod but isn't that the same as like married at first sight married at first sight it something, is similar yeah, something similar, similar. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a bit of difference. I can't remember what exactly it yeah. was. But in addition to that, I mean, obviously from the beginning, I thought it was flawed because attraction is a very big part of like two mm. people staying together forever and all of that stuff. Apart from some people who begin to like someone because they've jammed with them for such a long period of time, they've fallen in love with their personality. But that time is longer than like three weeks. Mm. And the show is really good in the terms uh, where... Really okay, good? sorry, not really good. It's all right. Yeah, I just feel like it's a bit of a disgrace to marriage. Like even at the end when they'll get married and these are actual <sighs> priests marrying people that have known people, each other for a week and three of those weeks or, well not three of those weeks, but some of those weeks you didn't even see the person. Jess annoyed the heck out of me. Oh, oh she's a witch. Oh, oh wow. God. She, she's Every- one of the people that you can't leave with your man. Like you cannot leave around Seriously. your man. <laughs> the way she was going on for, um, what's his Barnett. name? Barnett. And Who then names the way- their child Barnett? It's a last, it sounds like a last name, isn't it? Do you think Barnett was good looking or not? I think out of the people there, yeah. he was one of the better looking guys. Susan was trying to say, um, what's his name? The guy who went out with um, the black chick was better looking than Barnett. Well, what's his name? Called. I can't remember his name. Is it Lauren? No, it's not Lauren. That guy was creepy though. He was always stroking her all the time. It was just like... <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> give it a watch and just yeah. just check it out just so oh, that you can. I've some got a lot of stuff points. to catch up on. I yeah. feel like Ooh, maybe nice. I've missed the boat. Mm. See, Michael, can I have my hot water bottle back, please? Hot That's such a nice hot water bottle. Okay, any, anything <laughs> anyway, else? Yeah. Anything else? I've subscribed to Disney Plus, so I'm looking forward to watching. Well, it. Can you add there. me, please? Can you add both of us? 
Because you said you can add up to seven people. I don't know yet. I need to check. Yeah, it you out. you definitely put that in a group About that you can you, add up to seven people. You don't know yet. What kind of lies that? Please give me need, my whole world. I need to take a look. At it. <laughs> See the, li- See the lies. Works. The lies lubricating your lips. We need the password. That's why your lips are so shiny. Your the lies lubricating it. Anyway, it so Mark is going to be sharing um, his password with us. What have you guys so we'll give a review. Yeah, because does it come with Hulu? I need to check it out. Because we obviously yet. in the UK we don't get Hulu. I know it comes with uh, what's it called um, National Geographic Channel. So if the Disney Plus comes with Hulu, then mm. I need I definitely need Hulu because there's stuff on Hulu that I need to watch and I can't I can't get hold of a Hulu. What do you login. mean if it comes with Hulu? Because Hulu's owned by Disney, so I feel like Disney Plus should some have, of the shows will be yeah, there, yeah. should have. Hulu access. But do you still need to subscribe to Hulu to be able to? I don't know. That's why I'm. That's why I'm asking. Find it out. If Disney know. Plus comes with Nat Geo, I'll check it. Then out. it might come with Hulu. Yeah. So then it might. Oh, all... National Geographic, Nat Geo. <laughs> did that just? Wow. Click? Just did that just click? Head. I don't. I was like, what's Nat Geo? I thought it was some geographic <laughs> oh location. And we're recording this. Anyway. Oh my so god. Anyway. Anyway, guys, Nat Geo means National Geographic. <laughs> I, I know some people. I hate it when people speak in abbreviations, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, sorry, cool. my bad, my bad." Yeah, some okay. people may not know. Okay, my bad, Nat but Nat I feel Geo. like people would kind of just put two yeah. and two together not and guess that Nat- National Geographic is Nat Geo. Imagine, oh, but I, all right, my oh, bad. Okay. Anyway, anyway, okay. So that was general updates. And now we are moving on to our new segment. So the first nude hit, nude. Oh, wow, you see where Someone's my mind is at. <laughs> see where my mind is at. The first <laughs> news on the list is Tom Holland, who played Spider-Man. Yep. Okay, so I go right. Yep. People come for me saying I don't know about superheroes I know. Yeah, so Tom Holland confirms Back to Future remake and talks have been happening. Um, on Twitter, I did see like a fake spoof with Tom Holland and what's the other guy's name? Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. They kind of did like kind of like a fake remake of a scene from Back, Back to, to the Future. future. Imagine, it's a, it's a imagine deep if, fake, um, though. It's not them actually doing it. Oh, is it? Imagine if Robert Downey Jr. becomes a professor and um, but Tom that's Holland what, becomes... Yeah, that's, that's you know this isn't true. This news is not true, yeah. right? Which part? The, the entire thing. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> so why am I reading it like No, no, no. Basically, they had talks that it could happen, but he's not signed up to anything. No. When I was researching this, right, I don't doubt that somebody from Universal has been like, oh, Tom, you would be good as, <laughs> you'd be good in Back to the Future, but I don't think anything official's happened no. because the hell basically- the stupid um, article, which sounded so real. Yeah, because- Zemeckis, who is, and his partner, Bob Gale, both own the original, the rights to the original trilogy and mm-hmm. the final word on whether any Hollywood studio can remake it. Yeah. And they haven't let those rights go to anybody. So even he said he was, a, the, when they asked him about it, there's a direct saying, quote saying, oh God, no. He said that can't happen until both Bob and I are dead. <laughs> Oh wow! And then I'm sure they'll do it unless there's a way um, our estates can stop it. So it doesn't look like but it's happening. Because do they have to sell the rights for someone to be able to remake it? Yeah, can't because they just... own the rights. Yeah, but can't you just say, yeah, you can remake it, but obviously we get a piece of the pie. Yeah, but they don't want to. That's why he's just said Bob and I would have to be dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, they don't want to let it go, but they, they don't want to give away no their rights. Why? What's the point of remaking this? I feel anyway, like the film doesn't even even Tom Holland said like the film is perfect already. It's yeah, fine, it's so it don't need to be made. Yeah, like it's true because obviously Tom Holland is now doing Uncharted, right? Mm. That I know about. Mm. But yeah, let's just let's just leave this one. It's just, let's leave it alone. 
Okay. Back to the Future shouldn't be remade. No, to, on, to be honest, to be very honest. Next piece of news, um, Letitia Wright is set to start in the Silent Twins, a film about the Gibbons sisters, June and Jessica Gibbons. Yeah, these sisters were scary, yeah, sorry. I, basically, I <laughs> I watched um, a documentary of them on YouTube. I think this documentary must have been like mid-90s, um, just about them as children and how like, as, as child psychologists did like a, a not experiment, but she mm. did like a study on them. She showing footage of that and it was very airy yeah very airy i have never heard about these sisters and i don't i can't remember where i saw the story Mm. but um it popped up some somewhere on my phone and then i obviously just started reading about it and my first thought on this was thank god another narrative like these are the things that as black people we should be making like different stories different i mean this is even true yeah but like nobody would even know about unless you were aware of these sisters back when they were alive mm. you wouldn't know about the story yeah. so yeah. Well, these are one of them is yeah alive. but these are the stories that do you know what I mean these are like the films we should be making as it's opposed true. to like everyday Peckham postcode war because yeah. I'm, I'm, ti- like, I'm tired yeah. nah, I'm tired but it's you need to give the Peckham postcode yeah it's, we, we ha- we've got enough of them now like let's make something else and this is something else this is I feel yeah. like um, Jordan Peele should be doing this film yeah. to be honest because it's, it's, it's so very... It would make it really creepy. <laughs> yeah, it would make it even like, more creepier even than the it was. Music but it's, yeah, creepy, I've never heard of these twins. Yeah, and and there we go. You like, should watch, you should watch the black narrative on YouTube. Like, like when I read the story, I thought, you know what? I'm going to actually read up on them and try and learn a bit but more about But I don't think them. it's as... If, when you watch the documentary, mm. it's not as creepy as the story makes out to be. Okay, because yeah. so they do. they do. But it's obviously media sensationalized. So they do. They did speak. They did speak to each other. Mm. Well, they spoke to each other at, at times in their lives. They spoke to them when they were younger. Anyway, they spoke in to their own their language that they made up. Or no, oh, they were speaking English. But even if you listen to the, I think it's Jessica that's still alive. I could be wrong. Jessica, when they were interviewing her, and mm. this is her when she, I guess she was in her twenties. Mm. Um, and she's at first you're thinking is she's woman speaking English, but she is speaking English. But I guess because the, her like her vocal, like you know that skill wasn't really learned and the fact that they were quiet for quite a while mm. her, the way she talks is very skills are probably like exactly bit, yeah so she talks but she's is very like unless you knew her well yeah or yeah, you, you or you've listened to her like through that documentary you like okay this is what she's saying mm. so it's like their vocal ability didn't really well, it doesn't really seem like if they're if they were silent for periods of time mm-hmm. it, it might be that their social skills are not as developed as like oh, 100%. oh yeah, 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 so, yeah yeah so and therefore maybe that's yeah. why yeah. they would be probably misunderstood by others do you know what i mean because they're not they're not really yeah. understood yeah. by the like socially the rest of us I mean, so it might that, be that yeah it's one of those ones where like they were literally the only black kids in that school in like their secondary school and obviously because it was the 70s mm. they get severely bullied yeah, 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 yeah. and they literally kind of Banded had to together. basically bonded together to survive basically so there's even footage of them like in in them um, the lunchtime no one else is playing with them no one's paying them attention and they're literally just sitting there just one will eat like one take a spoon of food the other will take a spoon of food. And then when Jessica was watching it back with the psychologist that did the study, mm. she was like, oh, we were actually playing a game there. She would eat first, then I would eat first. They had like their own language with each other. And sometimes they spoke, they even had other siblings as well. It and there was times man. like they didn't even speak it's to their parents. But out. I think they did. But I think twins in general are just... No, but this is particularly, I think they didn't speak to their parents and the sisters because they were punishing them for putting them in a school 
that was literally every day that, that they were being miserable. severely bullied. Mm, yeah. And the fact that in school as well, they were the only black kids and they were getting severely bullied. So they had mm. to survive. So they kind of went into survival mode, basically. And I think I think it's even a bit weirder because they're twins, but I'm sure there's other black adults that are probably in their 50s now, 50s, 60s, 70s, that went through, went through similar kind of things trauma. that yeah, are... Yeah. But they didn't have a twin to kind exactly of like... Kind of, you know, create their own life with. If, if anything, it was good that they had each, each other. other. Mm. Because I'm sure there's a lot of black people that in that situation that... So uh, is she normal now? <laughs> I mean... I think she, apparently she lives near like her parents. Mm. Um, she would be, I guess like, I guess around my mom's age i yeah, don't know yeah. yeah like early 50s mid 50s yeah um so yeah them again when i get home properly i think it's on you it's on um youtube and it's it's in the 90s so it's a bit like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the quality is like yeah, 90s like quality, poor, but it's like, actually very it's very yeah. so like a like a new age nigerian film basically. wow how That's dare you well, how dare you <laughs> a recent yeah. nigerian film i think you guys should recent. definitely watch it <laughs> okay moving on Hilary Duff, um, who played Lizzie McGuire. Who added um, this story in? Archie. Oh. But uh, this is, why don't you, you, you don't, let me finish, let me finish. Sorry, okay. Man. So Hilary Duff, who played Lizzie McGuire, um, there's, was well, supposed to be a revival of the show. And she believes that it should be on like Hulu and not Disney Plus because she's there, they would be like 30 now and they want adult content. And if you put it on Disney, it's going to be like, end up being like Raven's House which is very like child friendly, but the topics that she thinks that should be discussed within people that are in the early phase yeah. isn't something that is for kids. So she wants it on a more mature, you know, a mature channel. platform, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I agree with. Cause I a mean, lot of these remakes like Raven's house, mm. it's just basically a continuation of that. So Raven in the sense that the, the type of comedy, the situations is just so kid friendly that I couldn't even, watch it and enjoy it yeah yeah i get what you and mean. i feel like a show like lizzie mcguire because of the way it was shot and filmed the fact that they're now older it probably adult content it would be adult content yeah i mean this is a bit of a non-new story to me i'm not gonna lie like, really uh, just, did you not watch lizzie mcguire i mean a blonde white girl I, <laughs> lizzie mcguire was a good show i'm not gonna lie. No, i feel it was no. right. like i'm but just maybe saying you guys was, were, maybe you guys because you were older mm, when it maybe came out. maybe it was all right i mean not that many the, years it just seems to me like throw the whole old thing enough because they they're coming to do this revival and then the creator gets fired after the two episodes they filmed two episodes and then the creator's now been sacked mm. and now they're like they don't really know what to do with it so now she's coming out saying i get it it makes sense put it on hulu because adult content and all that but yeah like who cares yeah i didn't really care much wow. i read it and i was like oh, people whatever. like maybe maybe because like, you know me and him are younger than you guys so me this and is, him who's him me and archie oh so we care about stuff like this possibly yeah maybe yeah so maybe. when you listen when you were talking about angel and um thing buffy the vampire slayer. buffy the vampire slayer, i didn't watch that because he was a bit older than me than when it was when he was out so but that's a classic. If you were to watch okay. it now, you'd be like, oh my God. This that's is a classic. I bet it would, but you guys didn't watch Lizzie McGuire, so how would you know? That's a classic. Lizzie McGuire was lit. Do you, know, do you remember the classic, Buffy and Angel? Oh, uh, anyway. Okay. I bet you anyone you watch it now, Buffy and Angel, you're about to get... I was hearing that they're thinking about doing a reboot of that, you know? 
But they shouldn't. But they should. I, the thing is, is that I was listening to <laughs> the read should. and Kid Fury made a very good point that basically there were b- vampire slayers that came before Buffy. So rather than do a reboot, it should just be, the, I don't know, the, like the Laquisha, the vampire. Like the, the why do you got to be Laquisha? Like it could be Laquisha. It could be a why vampire slayer in Harlem or something. Wow. Rather than doing Buffy, rather than rebooting Buffy, they should just do a vampire slayer and just have it be like a new oh, storyline, a new, every, so it's not really a reboot mm. it's just a continuation I, don't know, I feel like vampires um shows are kind of played out now mm. you know there was like a there was like an influx of them like yeah, 10 years ago i just feel like it's, it's kind of yeah, played the vampire all of them ones. it's kind of played out yeah well fair enough well, yeah anyway our princess or not she's not princess anymore is she um megan markle is to focus on um resurrecting her acting career after the split from the real family do you think she was a good actor she okay had- <laughs> I have a theory about this, right? Give because, huh? Give me a finger, okay? Um, because obviously the news broke like a couple of days ago that she has instructed her agents to find her a Marvel film, mm. right? Because she believes, and I quote a big, well, not I quote, not from her, but it said, it is believed that Megan thinks a big ensemble film is a way to resurrect her acting career. Now, riddle me interested, because <laughs> why would you think that a big ensemble film is the way to resurrect your acting career shouldn't you be doing something solo so people can see your acting chops why do you want to share the limelight with everyone else is it because you don't believe you have the acting ability to be able to carry she, a film on your she own did, well they did say in the article that um if if she was to say the the main character or the lead actress it's like no one would everyone would just see Meghan Markle, Markle princess but to be fair but why do you I mean, need to do an ensemble many, how why can't you go and find like um like a, a film like the stepmom or a notebook or something where you can because really she says she wants to do a superhero jobs. film. Yeah, but yeah. that's the but that's what I'm saying is is that why is that the film that you what you think will resurrect your career? Why are you not looking for something to really show your ability? You wanna you maybe, want a film where you can share the limelight with loads of other people? Maybe it's as, it has been her childhood dream to be a superhero. But that's, and now she's with Disney. She's thinking, you know what? I can actually achieve that by jumping into a Marvel show. Okay, well, I mean. And I, I think, and to be honest, there isn't that many black superhero females out there, so she will get a limelight anyway. And she, like, well, oh I mean, God, but the thing well, is, look. she's not doing it because of Disney. She just mm. wants a superhero well, movie. Yeah. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, why is a superhero movie what you want to use to resurrect your acting career? I think it just doesn't really seem like the path that you would go down. Maybe if you it's intertwined to into both. Career. It's a case where she wants to really do a superhero film, but she also wants to resurrect her acting career. And the thing, the thing is that. Superhero films are really, really selling like hotcakes right now. So it will kind of help her get back into the limelight. Like there are loads of people who are jumping. Help her get into a sort of limelight. Like there was loads of people who like um what's he, what's her name? The woman we just spoke about previously in her um that's doing the twin sister. Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright. Like she didn't have her own part, but when she was in Black Panther, it kind of pushed her up a bit and everyone was like you know what she's actually a really good actor yeah but Letitia Wright is a complete newcomer do you know what I mean that's that's a different it's a different thing she's a complete mm-hmm. newcomer that happened to land a Marvel film same with oh, Winston oh, Duke yeah Winston Duke so like they're complete newcomers that happen to have landed a massive movie and mm-hmm. that, now that's pushed them up it's the same with the lady who's now playing 007 she got Captain Marvel now she's going on to do 007 yeah Meghan Markle we work everybody was claiming she's this famous Hollywood actress who's now become a princess. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To me, it's weird. Maybe because I'm an actor and it's not necessarily the path I would take if I was trying to do that kind of thing. But Mm. then that's just me. 
you know. I don't know. I think she, I think she. I I can see what she means by it would potentially resurrect her career. I mean, I I just feel like super. As long as she's good. Yeah, that's the but thing. But she's if not. She's the re- thing is, she's not the kind like. The reason I'm saying this is that Meghan Markle is a bit bougie in it. Let's yeah, face it. I know I'm trying. So, yeah, so yeah. she's she's gonna be Oscar actress. She's trying to get that kind of role. That's yeah. that's the kind of that's the kind of character she portrays normally. It's and true. I get it. She's an actor. She can play a crackhead if she wants to. Like, do you know what I mean? That's the whole point of acting. But it seems to me that she there's a certain pedigree of acting that she mm. would want to pursue given mm. how she is. She's a princess. And even before she was a princess, she was way bougier than that. Do you know what I mean? She's yeah. always she's always been that kind of lady. So it would seem to me that going after roles that are credible from a, from a, a Hollywood foreign press perspective would be what she would be going for mm. rather than get me a superhero movie. It just seems weird to me. This seems like some sensationalized news to me. Like mm. it probably is, maybe it's not true, but hey. Maybe she just wants to show her flexibility in the terms of what well, actual physical career. flexibility because what she wants to do flips <laughs> and cartwheels around. Well, she's been playing bougie roles like on suits. She was a bit. Huh, she's been playing bougie, bougie roles. Yeah. <laughs> stop, uh, stop it! Is that another role? <laughs> Has she been in this thing? <laughs> stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Has she been in anything else, Michael? Have you watched her in anything else? I haven't. I watched her in an episode. She must have been oh in no! Else. I watched her in an man. episode of Hawaii Five O. No, no, I lie. <laughs> it wasn't Hawaii Five O. It was. Um, CSI Miami because when I went to Ghana I had I was watching um, Fox Fox Africa a lot because that was the only channel that had and that channel had all of the American news um, crime shows on it Yeah, and I was watching an episode of Miami CSI Miami and I was like wait that's Megan Markle <laughs> so that's I what I've seen her in CSI Miami I've seen her in that CSI Miami so she had, she had a, a, a very short role at the beginning it was like five minutes she was playing like a first responder like oh, okay. officer and then she um, went into a house and then there was a fire and then they had to save her. And then her husband came and found her. Like, her husband came to... She was on Wheel of Fortune. She was one of the girls Okay, there we go, three. Okay, so Michael's right. Roles. <laughs> yeah. Roles. She was in Fringe? How? When? When was she in Fringe? I have no idea. Mate, she was, the, Junior was definitely FBI a FBI agent. She was definitely a forgettable Jun- robot. Wow. How many episodes was she in? She was in... Fam. It's really strange. Oh, damn, it doesn't say. To be fair, at the time you were watching it, she would have been a non-factor Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't have... That's why when I was watching CSI Miami, I was like, holy shit, that's Megan Markle. But anyway, okay, well, good luck, Megan. (laughs) If you find a role, let me know. Bring me in. Thanks. Okay. Okay, and our last... um, news of this episode is the proud family disney has greenlit a reboot are we happy about this i feel like we did yeah, about this I mean, for a it's while. good giving black people some yeah. jobs we spoke about it ages ago didn't we it's, well, but yeah, yeah it's the, but it's the how can you say giving black people no some but jobs? i mean all those actors there's the original actors i mean yeah. kyla pratt could definitely use a check let's face it wow she could <laughs> i mean it's giving it's giving some actors some jobs <laughs> i'm just saying it's true only a few yeah, do you know I, mean? I mean the original <laughs> cast. So I'm I'm happy about that because some people get well, to collect the check. Sound a bit different. She sounds the, the same. Were... And obviously, she, I'm sure that it will be her them older. Or and it, they uh, were voicing them as adults anyway, so yeah. I feel like their voices oh, wouldn't have changed. Well, is it going to be a reboot? As in, it's going to be um, Penny Proud as an adult, or is it going to be Penny Proud as Penny Proud as I a, have a no young girl? No. They've already started. They, it's already in production, so yeah. I guess we'll we'll find out shortly. What channel is it going to be on? Do we know? Disney. Oh, Disney. Ooh, yeah. Of course it's going to be Disney. Whatever, whatever. The title of the new segment is Disney Green Lights Reboot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll just Michael. you guys. No. All right. <laughs> Get it together. Okay, and that was our news for this episode. 
Moving on swiftly, we have got our trailers. Our first trailer, this is this is Michael's doing. I know that for a fact. A Quiet Place Part 2. So Michael spotlit this for Spot, episode... Can you, can you say the word yeah, right? No, it's my new word. What I'm is spotlit? Spotlit. It means it's a previous past tense of spotlight. So not spotlight, but spotlighted. spotlighted. <laughs> there you go. That's even worse. Spotlit is a bit more classic, right? right. This is my word. Don't right. come for me. I've right. made it up. It's for the purposes of this podcast and it shall not be used outside of this podcast. But you spotlit... It's a word. Can you... No, you, it's not a word. It's not a word. I'm but carry on, carry on, that's why I just said I'm making it out for the purposes on, of this podcast. On. Let me hear this. You spotlit a quiet place. Yep. And then you said it was on Netflix. Yeah. And it's not on Netflix. Isn't it on Netflix? No. So, so where, where did you watch, you watch it? it? I swear. Because <laughs> I Google. I, no, I, I think. I, are you not sure? I think it is on Netflix. I, are you sure? Netflix. I searched on Netflix. No, in fact, I I recommended it to somebody who searched on I Netflix, like and I they were like, "Advert." I can't. I can't find it. You sure? Well, why don't I listen? Janisha Lucretia Picard is going to search Netflix. I was about speak. to say, who's that? Have you watched it yet? <laughs> it's me. No, because I couldn't find it. Oh, I swear it was on Netflix. I think it, I feel like I saw the advert for it on Netflix. I could be wrong. Are you sure the person typed in? Because my cousin accidentally watched some next thing, which was... Because one of my work colleagues was like, oh, give the... me some Netflix things to download so I can watch on the tube. And I was like, mm. oh, um, one of the guys on the podcast was talking about this one called A Quiet Place. And she was like, oh, are you sure? You know what? Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to this like a lot. Because if you've watched A Quiet Place Part 1, it's a really, really good film. And I've recommended it to quite a few people. And a few people I've watched it and said, you know what? I actually enjoyed it. It's not popping up, babes. They must have removed it or something. Okay. I'll double check. I can't so I'm just, I'm just, for the people who you, you spotlit it to, <laughs> and then they try to find it, and then they couldn't find it. So I swear I watched it I on Netflix. I feel like you owe them a new platform to watch it I feel like I saw the advert on Netflix. I That's swear it. I watched it on Netflix. It's not there. I'm just saying. Okay. Oh, I'll oh. check that and I'll get back to everyone. But right. it's like part do we, two. Do we need a part two? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, I would assume how, from the... Is it because of how, how it the ended? It ends, yeah. From yeah, the trailer, yeah, yeah, yeah. the dad is dead, right? I don't know. What the, the guy is not... No man is in the trailer. I besides, don't know. It might anyway, be Anyway, I haven't watched number one, so I don't know if I'm... I don't want to ruin number one, so it might be alive, it might not be. Nobody watching this. But yeah, number two continues from part one because obviously they leave their house and then they start exploring new stuff, new ventures. And it fills some gaps because you don't know how the species that are finding the people got to the planet and all of that stuff. So I think it- So it's like an origin story. It doesn't, no, it's not. It's flashing back. The origin story of the species. It flashes back. Okay. So it's not doing an origin from the beginning as to, oh, how they got there and what happened and all that stuff. But it tells more about, because in the, in Quiet Place Part 1, it starts from like when these things are already there. So you're like, look at your face. (laughs) Camera, look at her face. And, um, but Part 2 is going more into more detail, intricate detail as to what, how they can prevent these things from like, killing them and how they actually got on the planet and all of this stuff so i don't care it's really no you have to watch it I don't man. Care. i'm telling everyone to watch part one so that you're ready for when part two comes out all right seriously you enjoy it man. I, like i said i tried but it wasn't on netflix i'll so. find it for okay. you and i'll let you know okay so um the next trailer is <laughs> i don't know who put this in here something called cut throat city now, um, my first question is why does T have Fertilago? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that add to the character? I really want to know. No, I'm thinking 
Is he got vertiligo? Maybe he just decided, I feel like my character has vertiligo. Yeah. And, and he decided thought, to yeah. run with that and the director didn't say no to him. It well, it's directed, it's directed by Rizza, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so just seems Rizza like was probably did. like, you know what? Why don't you just run with that, T.I.? Yeah, we'll give you vertiligo. Expeditiously like, run with that. Expeditiously. So, yeah. Um, it is random thing yeah. to have, bro. It's <laughs> because it's not necessary. Why has he got vertigo on his face? I don't know. I mean, the story is the story's a bit... Typical. It's not. No, it's not typical. It's 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 original. I mean, no one's really done that many films about Hurricane Katrina. Mm. Oh, fair enough. It's kind of like um, the premise of it is that after Hurricane Katrina, a group of friends kind of band together Mm. um, after they've been, I guess, mistreated and um, no help has really come from from Katrina. Mm. They're not getting the resources that they need. They're not getting the help that they need. So they basically band together and decide to pull off a heist, Mm -hmm. which is an original story to me. Not really. Well, the highest part isn't. The highest part isn't, but in <laughs> in the wake of oh, yeah, in the yeah, wake of enough. Katrina, Katrina, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, Terence Howe's in it. It's got a, quite Whiskey a few Snipes, people in isn't it. it? I saw yeah, I saw Wesley. Yeah. I was like, hey, Wesley, and was it, back. Is it Ethan Hawke? There's a few people in it. Yeah, yeah there's quite I feel a bit. like, but Ti and have Ti and Terence been in a film before? Was was I they have? They might. Have, oh no, that's Ludacris. Hustle and Hustle and Flow. Ludicrous. Was it ludicrous and Terrence I was thinking it was it was T.I. Yeah. But actually, then I realised T.I. has been. Oh, with Terence Howard. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to do that. I mean, I, it looked quite sundancey to me. To be fair, it really did. But it looks like. But an it's interesting Rizzo, so yeah, I imagine. Yeah, he would do yeah. something. He would, like he that. would do something like that. Yeah. But yeah. you know, Rizzo's fir- is it He's... is it his first directing role? No, because he directed. Um, that show, his um, show. The, um, no, he created it, but I don't he think he directed it. it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I he directed it. He must have called that. He might have directed some episodes, but yeah, I, I know Wu-Tang. that is Wu Tang was really good. It's like, re- really, really, really good. good. I'm gonna. Ooh, it's actually on one of my list of spotlight. Oh, okay. oh, you can use that as a recommendation. Yeah, we could do that. Well, you can't do that today now because you oh, mentioned okay. it now. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would watch this. I don't know if it's for me. I think I'll, I would I'll watch it. it. I just just I'll know why he's got vertigo on his face. <laughs> well, it's not going to tell you. It's not going to tell you. That's not, it's not <laughs> you his never know how to You're born with it. Well, you know, oh, I know. It. It's not <laughs> like what you get. No, I know. It's not like Hurricane Katrina calls them to get vertigo. <laughs> but I'm just saying, does that... Why does he have a vertigo? I don't understand. It's just an acting choice. It's probably no, just a character choice. Because everyone's going to be like, why does he have vertigo? No, I could I could get a role and decide that my character should have a lazy eye. There we go. It might not have nothing to do nah, with the but character, that's but I just different feel like because lazy eye as to your, your character, you can look a bit. Yeah, maybe nuts the vertigo like, oh. as to his character. How? Because <laughs> it, it might cause him to. It might cause him to. Um, a skin disorder doesn't really. Add yeah, to your but character. your 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 reception of that skin disorder and maybe how it shapes your life can cause you to. Do you know what I mean? People with vertigo oh, are insecure. Yeah, not all. I'm not saying so all people with vertigo are insecure. But if you have it from a young age, I'm speaking not personally, but I had someone in school who got it in that secondary school and I know mm. that that shaped his like mm. how his character and what then became of him yeah, because yeah, of his yeah, vertigo yeah, yeah. so you never know it might it, there might be some nuances maybe. that he's pulled from it to, to progress his character maybe anyway moving on um, our next trailer is Charm City Kings that boy the boy that's the main I guess the lead role don't you, don't you think he needs to be slapped no but he was Why? the I just feel like you're trying to do big man thing too I much I thought it was the other boy that was trying to get him into big man things no, the, no the main boy with the, the very stupid ponytail. The very stupid China bump on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him. I just feel like he needs to be slapped. Because, like, w- you're trying to do Big Man Ting too much. Are you not, like, five? Well, like, what, like I do think, you know what I mean? I feel like he's the one that played Ralph Tresvant in the new edition story. 
but he was obviously younger then. Mm. When he was younger, the younger version. Did you Google it? F- yeah, the child, the 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 little, the little Ralph Tresvant. He did. So Charm City Kings is. It's based, another it's, original story. Listen, black people, well done. True. I'm and, clap and for you. Is it a true story? I'm clapping for you. I don't. It might be. I'm because we're, we're bringing out original stuff. Will and Jada story? do good things. I don't know if it is. It it might be. Do you know what? There might be. Um, it might be inspired by some oh, hood somewhere that. that has this kind of activity going on, but it's just basically it's a bi- it's a biker gang, but it's like a black biker gang. You know what? I was thinking, <laughs> why does this look like some black Fast and Furious with motorbikes? No, it doesn't. So like what Mayans, but with black people. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. It just it stars um Meek is in it. Meek Meek Mill. Um, I actually put this this trailer in quite some time ago, but I think for some reason it got taken out. But um, for whatever reason in that particular show it got taken out or actually it might have come out during the Christmas period and I added it, but then I thought it'd been out for too long for us to talk about it. I mm. guess they've released a new trailer. But it just seems like, yeah, another black original story. So I don't know about this one. I, I mean, might watch it I'm because sure of it says Jada and Will. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it is the cut from their production company. I mean, that's weird. are we going to watch it? Yeah, yeah. I'll watch it. Why I just feel like the little kid annoys me already. I just don't know if I can it's stand it. It's called 12 on IMDb, you know. 12. It's called 12? Yeah. Charm City Kings. 12. Oh, that's weird. Well, mm. if you search for it, it still comes up, yeah. Okay. I'll watch it. I'm yeah, well, we'll see. Okay, Um, our next trailer is Candyman. Candyman. Can- I'm not, I'm not oh going to say it. You're not in front that. of the mirror. You're not in front of the mirror, so you're, you're fine. <laughs> do you remember when this when we used to do this in school? No, I did. I feel like it was a bit of... Yeah, it, was before, it, was, it was probably before, before time. your time, but Michael, do you remember this? Yeah, it was dangerous. We used to say it four times in the walk-off sale. Like, like, <laughs> I remember in school, this was like a, an actual thing that people used to talk about because of the original Candyman. Yep. I mean, Jordan Peele, I know that people lost their minds because he remixed Say My Name, Say My Name for the, the trailer. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Does he? It was Jordan Peele who directed this version, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's why. Because I was thinking, hold on, wait. I don't think he directed the, the, it. The sound, sound, the sound sounds familiar. And when I was listening to say my name, it sounded like I got five on it from. From. Um, yeah, he, us know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. He did it. He did it. Um, but I love him. He just uses all the black stuff. Yeah. I just like it. Yeah. Someone says like that it. they can't wait for him to do the, to like juvenile um, back that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or like shake your ass. Um, Why listen? Make it into poetry. Mystical. Uh, I mean, it's already, it's already poetry. Yes. What? <laughs> listen. Listen, people have said it now. Jordan, um, you have to do it. Um, Especially, can you imagine back... Back that ass up is already got like the mu- like the back the music for back that ass up. I it's feel already... like Esther's way too passionate about that. No, because it'll be so live. <laughs> She's it'll be so live. Plus. I can hear. Oh, I already man. hear it in my head. Uh, well, pitch it for the next movie. Oh, um, sorry, you. Were so right. the trailer. Oh, thinking? it was it was the little kid that starred in yeah. New Edition. Yeah, yeah. young. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he looked him. familiar. Candyman remake. Done by Jordan Peele, starring good. starring. Did we um, talk about this? Uh, we, yeah, we, 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 we mentioned we the news when it when it got ago. when it got announced that he was doing mm. it. Um, starring what's his face from um, um, yeah. Watchmen, Mister Mister Tight Big Dick. That's not his name, Esther. Okay. Lips and next man in. Oh yeah, but we no, but to be fair, right. Let's forget about um, Black Mirror. Right, After cool. Watchmen, he redeems himself. Why? Because he, he was naked and he was swinging. No, 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 I'm not talking about the 
naked part, but okay. he was sick as a character. Don't you think? Yeah, it was good. He was really, really good. Do, um, Doctor Manhattan. But he didn't have much to do. As no, but Manhattan. I just I feel like I, maybe it's because of Watchmen as a whole was just mm. such an excellent, excellent show. Excellent it, was. Show. it was. But he was a, like. And the fact that he was black, though, mm. don't you think? The fact that, like, Dr. Manhattan was black, it was like, whoa, yeah. look at you with progression. What's happening? And his body banging. Okay, I, I mean, Esther's just focusing on one thing. Wait, did you watch Watchmen? Yeah, she could yes, have I did. I so, liked it. And that's the only thing that you took from no, it, the, it was, the big dick. No, no, because that, <laughs> that, that happened <laughs> later on in the series. Don't, don't Wait, try Oh, my it. God. The fact that I got to that you part. You only watched it because so one you of watched, your friends you said. No, 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 okay. So your take home for Watchmen was tight ass big dick. And I'm just saying. Did we forget about the fact that it was blue? <laughs> you didn't forget about that. No, listen. I, for me to watch Esther it to get would to never that point, take part in Love Is Blind. It would never work for me. Oh my you, god. What? What do you That's mean? That's a whole. Let's just okay. Let's come back. Let's come back into the. Mike, room what are you trying to say? What? Um, all right, Candyman. <laughs> so what I'm really happy about um, this is um, the lady who plays his wife because mm-hmm. she used to be in um, my show that you hated, but then you loved really, but you hated. The show about the basketball player and his friend who managed him and then he lived with his uncle who was... Um, the, yes, um, his uncle died. Um, what's it called again? Um, show. Yeah, yeah, it was a show. Uh, Survivor's Remorse. Survivor's Remorse, yeah. Oh. So, the, so the lady who played his um, cousin slash um, best friend's yeah. wife... She's She's such a great actress and I really like her and I've been waiting for her to to get a little leg up in the Hollywood Mm. ladder and I really feel like this is going to help her like really expand her career because even though Jordan Peele is doing black stuff he's also has the platform of yeah i guess propel you into exactly yeah. so i really like the fact that she played his wife because i love her i love her so much mm. and i think he's i think he's really doing big things to be honest as an actor you know i feel like he's the new um mahershala ali oh really a, i think because you know how mahershala ali was like st- you know the yeah. roles it was like mm. one after the other yeah. like one after the other it was coming it was coming Transition. i feel like he's yeah so yeah. he's got black mirror he's had like the watchmen he's mm. got this like he's gonna Moving it's gonna higher, propel higher. him yeah, and he cool. actually has really great acting ability as opposed to certain people like anthony mackie who don't <laughs> but can i can I just say something? Did I not put in a group today? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that someone said that he this that man can't act, and then and then you tried to say that. Anthony Mackie, I love him, man. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, I'm not going to watch this because I don't do horror. I was just want to say, you're going to watch it. I don't, but I like the fact that there's black people out there doing this you kind of film. Might as well watch it just to, like... I'm not I don't really understand the film. I don't... I, have, I didn't watch the first one. You oh, you've never... Man. What's the original? Yeah, what's the original? But you like original things. It's, it's a horror not, film. It's, it's, I would classify it more of a thriller because, like... It's a horror film. People die. There's oh, yeah, blood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, it's horror. Like, but it's not... But it's the old school horror where, like, you're not getting things like jumping out at you and it's like oh my god you actually see it yeah it's like the films from like the 70s right I would say okay fair enough the films from the 70s it is yeah like it's old I don't know why I don't know what we were doing watching it in like the 2000s but yeah man it probably just popped up as like a revival like you know the way things used to spread in school like one person watches it and then all of a sudden everyone's watching it and people are like saying Candyman I think I watched it because everyone was comparing Candyman with Freddy Krueger and with Chucky. So I'd never seen Candyman before, but I was scared to go to the toilet because of Freddy Krueger. I feel like we should appreciate the fact that this is a black, this is a black Yeah, I think it was one of the first black cult horrors that I ever watched. Yeah. Because there wasn't many out there, but it's worth the watch. You know, because black people, we like God, so we don't do (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay. Um, Our next trailer is The High Note, starring our girl Tracy 
um, Alice Ross. Is she your girl? Our I girl? mean, I mean, a girl. The, the girl. The, the girl. <laughs> the girl. I, I mean, know. I don't know what to think about this trailer. It's a I bit. It was you a kind of get, You kind of clock what happens in the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Like, it kind of gives away the entire film. Literally, the like, entire there's no film. point watching the film you because you know what's going to happen. It's her actual voice. It is her voice. She's actually singing. Oh really? Yeah. But it's more. It sounds like Tracy. She's got a good voice. She does. I mean, her mum is Diana Ross, so. I mean, oh. Diana Ross, um, do you yeah. know what them... Not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, let me not let them come for me. <laughs> Chalet. Okay. But yeah, she actually has a good voice. And I like her and she, I like I like what she wears. So Yeah. yeah I just feel like the film has a lot of good fashions yeah, in it right. that I'm going to steal when I go to Ghana next for my seamstress. <laughs> remake me this dress. I already saw a yellow number that I'm like, yeah, I'll be mm. remaking that when I go to Ghana. It does look good. It's a happy go lucky Yeah, film, it's one of the films that you can watch. And- but it's, it's a film, it's a type of film I don't think we've seen in a while. No. And plus, isn't she singing really? like country music? No, like this kind of film, this, this like feel good, like performance type of film. We haven't seen that in a while. Does is she performing country music? In this, at least it's not that like she's singing. No, it just seems like she's just no, doing she's pop. Just, yeah, pop. And it this woman country, wants to transform her. Huh? Is the girl playing the girl? Is it the Dakota co- or whatever? What the is she the one I was in? Yeah, we haven't, we haven't given an overview yeah. of it. Uh, so it seems like she's a famous, she's basically a famous singer who's, who's had some kind of success in her life. Mm. But she's obviously middle-aged now, so she's very conscious and, and probably suffers from, uh, is a bit anxious about the fact that like her time is up very soon and she yeah. has to kind of keep trying to, maintain that level of success she obviously hasn't really had a new album in a while but it's riding off the coattails of like her previous successes and i think she decides that she wants to do some new music and everyone's like whoa don't fuck up the bag i mean ice cube is her manager (laughs) plays her manager it looks like he plays her husband as well oh really is that her husband i don't know it it, i seen it seemed to me like they had some kind of relationship maybe i'm just reading into it because they're black uh, no, I'm just, I'm just. It just seemed like it just seemed like they were together, but then he was also her man. Like he maybe, was also in charge maybe. of her career. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then there's like a, a whole other side of the story. I guess the main bit of the story, but it kind of comes of a bit of an after effect in the trailer. Mm. Um, there's a girl who interns for I guess the business who studied music production, and when she mentions that she wants to record this new album, that everyone's kind of like, no, don't do it, don't fuck up the bag. Yeah. She, her friend, kind of convinces her to like. Pitch it. yourself, like pitch yourself as the person to record this album for her. She's not the one that was in that sex film, was it? Oh, oh Fifty Shades, Shades of Grey. Yeah, is that her? Shades of Grey. Oh, it's Dakota something. I thought it was. I think it, it might be her. Like her. You know? It looked like her. Oh, this is a weird film to do as her second film. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it looks like a. To, it reminds me of like a feel good two thousands film. Mm. Do you not think so? Yeah, but it's like it has black. Of black people in it yeah well. it it's reminds me this is a type film. of film I ha- that's why I, I feel like we haven't seen this type of film in a while this kind of feel good it all works out in the end what was that Santa film with the black family what film Santa um, oh yeah the radio station DJ yeah one. yeah oh how did that was that did any of you watch that yeah I watched it did you watch it yeah I didn't watch it because I was in Ghana so yeah. I mean why would I be it? watching it but <laughs> <laughs> What you thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was predictable. Oh, okay, That's what... Yeah, but it's a Christmas film. All Christmas films are predictable. Yeah. We all know, we all know this. Christmas. Yeah, it was all right. Oh, I love you. This is wow. what I did this because of your mother died. So yeah, it was all right. All right, fine, Michael. Give it... I mean, say <laughs> it, why don't you? Sorry. What a review. Okay, Sorry. well, that was the high note. And our last trailer is Run with um, our girl Sarah Paulson. Is she our girl? She's our girl. Yeah. Sarah's our girl. 
I mean, I really didn't understand what was going on in this trailer. I can't even tell you what it's about. I don't honest. know, man. A lot of jump shots and loud yeah, noises. And, and I won't be watching it again because it's thriller, a horror. horror. Like, you see a baby. Next <laughs> minute, you see adults. One can't walk. One saying, I'm you. Uh, I don't know if yeah. it's a mum. Psychological it's thriller. Psychological, They're yeah. showing a clock, so I don't know if they've gone back in time. They're showing her soldering some stuff onto a soldering board, so I don't know if she's making some sort of machine. I but this is how a trailer should be. You don't well, know what the fuck is going on. You're gonna have, you'll have to watch the you film. You just have to, to watch know. it just to understand. Just to know, I like the high note that tells you the whole film. I don't even need to watch it. But yeah. Oh man, yeah. It, was, it, it looks interesting. It looks freaky, but like, I don't know. I mean, this is not something I would. Do. I wonder if they'll release a second trailer. They probably will. If, if they'll just jump in. They release yeah, second they trailers will. for everything now, even thirds. Okay, so we've got a new segment called Reality Bites, and I've made a little sound like clip and everything. Like, I'm so excited, guys. I see you down in your main eye for like you always do. Close your legs to married men. Oh, ah, the ghetto. Who gonna check me, bro? Not on my watch. Cut the cameras. Dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass. Reality So, this segment is gonna be me um, discussing. Reality television. And obviously I could go on for for hours and hours talking about reality shows. These guys watch all these like serious shows and I do as well. However, I'm going to focus on like one bit of reality news. These people are smiling at me like, girl, what are you going to yeah, say? Yeah, um, I'm going to focus on one piece of reality, of, of something that's happening in the reality TV world. And I'm going to focus on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's in its 12th season. And um, Kenya Moore, um, very beautiful woman. She won Miss USA, one of them things. But she's an absolute witch. And basically, in Real Housewives, she, three years ago, I think it is, she basically randomly married this guy. She's, I think, in her late 40s. So she randomly married this guy. No one knew who he was. Where did you meet this guy? And now you're married to him. Like, it was just a bit all rushed. Then she was pregnant and basically she went off the show for like one season. Mm-hmm. And everyone who knows Kenya Moore watches the show knows that Kenya is actually just a, a terrible person. Like it just, there's just no soul. And she, people in the show have gotten divorced or split up with their partners and whatnot. And Kenya finds, what's that word? She finds it her business to make it her business. I guess whether it's to keep a check mm. or to keep the drama going, like she's one of those people, do you know reality TV, there has to be like one person in the show that is willing to do the low down shit yeah. just to basically keep the show going or to basically cement their yeah, place yeah, for yeah, next yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's definitely done that. But she's getting a divorce. But the guy's a bastard though. He is, I he's, have never seen such a so thing in my mean. life. Like he's, when I watched it as well, like I was like, nah, she needs to get a divorce because even the fundraiser and when he didn't even show her props, but he was saying thank you to her. You've watched the latest. Of course I have. And he was, <laughs> yeah, I get forced to watch it. So, and he, she was saying, he was saying thank you to everyone and he just left her out. Was, although she is like an evil, like not so nice, friendly she lady. Evil. That guy is, nah, he is mean. Like I was watching it as a man, I was thinking, Maybe he wasn't mean when he met her, but now she's made. No, he probably wasn't mean when he met her, but he's like. You think he she changed him? 
Like, no, I think no, he's mean in this. He's mean. mean. And <laughs> well, two mean people. You know, they made a cute baby. So I know. Yeah. Oh, the baby's beautiful. The baby's so baby's cute. beautiful. But I, it made me think because this is how I'm, I'm going to like make it a think piece. <laughs> it, made, <laughs> it made me think, you know, if you were to go on a reality show, like, mm. you know, those types of show, like housewife shows or mm. medical shows or whatever, you know, you for you to kind of stay on the show, you do have to kind of show your life, whether it be your husband, your boyfriend, your children. Mm. But do you think shows like that, like, put your relationship in jeopardy? Like, do you think if when if someone gets on the show, they become an item with someone that is kind of just doomed to fail, like these reality shows? Well, I guess it's because you would always be under pressure to make your life interesting which means and interesting is drama so Mm. you would be trying to find things that would make your relationship dramatic or interesting or whatever and sometimes just let the relationship be if the relationship is boring let it be boring but that's not that doesn't work for Mm, a tv show like that so do you think some of the things are encouraged though i mean obviously you you have that probably I think it's more production I, i think it's a bit more harder because you're under the microscope all the time and like the little things that you may do if you weren't under the microscope that can be innocent and it's not portrayed as something bad. Whereas when you're on the microscope and people are constantly recording you and watching you and you're in the limelight, you could do something small, but it's blown out of proportion and it looks like something big, which kind of impacts your relationship. Like what were you doing yeah. with this person and all of that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. you can't really do things that you used to do and you feel like you're in a bubble in a box. So after a while, it's just a bit too that much. That pressure to continue remain not being cut from each season mm. must, it must be, be massive. And obviously they get, well, we'll like Real House of Atlanta, they would get a good check because that's quite a very, very popular show. Mm. So the check is obviously there. So you get see people that literally would accept being like a friend of the show just because mm. it brings their so much money. And obviously it, it promotes their own brands or whatever they're, you know. So I don't know, it makes me think, that's that's why I personally, I don't think I could ever do reality TV. Yeah. I don't even watch reality TV. I don't even know if I could do it. But to be fair, I mean, I don't think it was more of the reality TV thing that put a strain on their relationship. I think she's, like- Because she's a witch. Not no, but he's a, he, if he, she's he a was, witch, he's a wizard. He was, well, yeah, he was birds next of a feather. Flogged together. Like, she basically, ma- basically she married herself. Like, yeah, literally. And they literally <laughs> got divorced right. as soon as the fundraiser was done. The like, next it was day. the next day. The next day mm. they announced the divorce. Because when I was watching that fundraiser, I was thinking, nah. No. Nah. Because <laughs> <laughs> nah. I was eating my food thinking, this guy is raw. Oh my God. And I was like, Susan, has he always been like this? She was like, yeah. And I was like, no, wow. he sounds like a piece of shit. <laughs> oh no, he 100%. Nice. The way he spoke to her, and the thing is, it makes you feel sorry for Kenya. And the fact, if it makes you feel sorry for Kenya, that's how you know the man ain't, ain't shit. Oh gosh. Yeah. So that's what everyone's kind of- Because she's bad, but he was bad, bad. bad. Yeah. Okay. And that's what that's what everyone's talking about on, you know. But the thing is that because he was bad, even though people hate Kenya, they still feel it for her because they're like, oh, yeah, he was bad. So he needed to go anyway. So I don't think. Listen, she's got her baby. She that's what you know what I feel like she got to an age where she's kind of like she forced the thing, Mm. had a baby. And then she realized, you know, this is actually not the man for me. For me. And then she was trying to save face, basically. Because mm. the way he was speaking to her, if that's how he's been speaking to her for the three years, I don't know why she hasn't killed him. So obviously I could talk about many shows. Don't worry, a new, sh- a different show each each uh, each segment. Don't worry, don't worry. Looking forward to Look it. Look at this, I feel like Catherine is judging me right now. Just cause, but when, listen, when you're talking about your Marvel shit, MCU, <laughs> I don't even do Marvel. <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, listen, I have to sit and, and grin it. 
We're going to be grinning. No, I enjoyed it, man. I could take part in the conversation, isn't it? Because I'm watching it as well. So, you know. Can I, this is random, but do you think Hustle and Soul, um, and Soul is coming back? I hope so. It has to come it back. It has to come back. It was one of the greatest reality shows <laughs> that I've ever watched. The greatest reality shows. No, yeah, listen, like, Michael it enjoyed like, it. I told Michael to watch it. Michael it enjoyed really, it. really, really No, good. I watched like, it as well. I was stuck. Even sometimes... I watched a couple episodes. Me and Susan will be sitting down and we'll be doing work or something and then I just throw another track on like... That it's, yeah, it's good, man. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that was M Reality Bias, obviously focused on Will House of Solana. New segment, tell us what you think. <laughs> Moving on to the main, would you say the main is the main? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's our, it it's our main um, segment, our spotlight segment, spotlit. As, as Catherine. No, because that's not past tense. Okay. Okay, so basically. <laughs> Can we use my new word appropriately? Okay, so please? what is it? We've spotlitted stuff. What? Spotlit. <laughs> you you, oh, you don't add the itted. <laughs> okay, so this segment is basically. Where we um, spotlight. Spotlight, a show that we've spotlit. Huh? <laughs> I need to stop. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, it's basically. I'm so confused. Oh, oh, Esther is making it confusing. Okay, it's basically a segment where we. Um, Bring forward a show that we've watched recently that we want to bring attention to. Bring forth a show. Yes, and discuss it as well. And hopefully you guys will watch it. Okay, so we're going to start with me as per. And today I am spotlighting a show called Castle and Castle, which is on Netflix now, UK Netflix now. Um, so this show is basically um, a Nigerian show. Mm. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? It's an Nigerian show and it is about family-run law firm, Castle & Castle, um, based in Lagos. And it's run by Remy Castle and Tega Castle, who is played... Tega Castle is played by RMD. Um, for, you, for those who don't know, RMD is like the definition of the Nigerian silver fox. Zaddy. He will get it. Anyway, <laughs> he's like my dad's age, but bruh. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So basically, they're married and they run a, a law firm called Castle and Castle. And basically, the show is I mean, I know Mike was going to say it's basically like a fake suit. It is, though. Every, anyway, oh, every episode, <laughs> and um, every episode, um, their lawyers have cases that they basically you know, do their job and whatnot. And it's different cases. And it, I like it because it focuses on things that affect Nigerians. Um, so for example, one of the cases was um, a woman, who, an Igbo woman who married an Igbo man, mm. um, her husband died. And in Igbo, um, culture. Igbo culture, when the husband dies, the brothers, brothers. or the family of the, of the guy basically, does it take over the house? Yeah, take over the household and get all the goods and well yeah and that's else. just yeah that's um like traditional law mm -hmm. um but obviously she wants to keep the house she's got children and everything like that and obviously it's a battle between the family and her mm -hmm. and it's cases like that that obviously if you're watching suits you wouldn't watch you wouldn't see because it's not it's not um native to the country mm -hmm. so i liked finding out about things like that because it's things you just really kind of don't think about yeah. um us living like you know in the west and um yeah 
and and then there's like a there's like a main storyline where because to try and keep afloat basically they basically they're one of their best lawyers um didn't get a promotion didn't get made partner Bastard. so he decided to leave the law firm and um start his, start his own. own independent mm. law firm and he basically took their main client um because he won he recently won a case for them so they were kind of like in financial limbo and he was also trying to poach yeah poach like other lawyers from the law firm poach their cleaner <laughs> well he did and yeah and she went um so they had to basically find another big client to kind of fill that um money gap and they basically get in business with um remy's father's friend mm. um who owns like a um an, an airline, airline yeah. and it uh, basically crooks like when you think of nigerian crooks that man is a nigerian crook that man's mean mean this, this sounds like um suits no <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the good wife who the, the good, good wife. wife oh yeah i mean yes yeah, because cover. um alicia had a client lamar i think it's lamar brooks or something mm. the one that was in um who was luke cage, luke cage yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was like he was like a crime kingpin yeah, but yeah, obviously yeah. the it was a reputable law firm that had to represent him yeah. right? he was like a crook like yeah, drug dealer yeah. yeah so it's kind of like that and it's basically um something happens in the in the show and basically it puts remy and tega in you know because they because they're married as well and they both run the law firm remy wants to do more stuff like you know the what was it what was the name of remco that's the name of the company that is the crooked company wait mm. so if they're married why is it called castle and castle why shouldn't is why shouldn't it just be castle that's true. Because the wife took on the husband's name, so yeah. technically it should just be Castle. Castle. I guess that's why she did it, because Castle and Castle in it, husband and wife, rather than just Castle. Yeah, but then if it's Castle and Castle, it should be mm. like brother and sister or brother. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I get what you but mean. But like, yeah. if you're husband and wife, just call it Castle. Yeah. Just call it Castle Inc. True. Castle, pa- Castle and Partners. That's true. It's Ca- actually true. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? it's true. Anyway. It's true. Yeah, and um, and Tega, the husband, he like he's you know the social justice type of mm. warrior type of lawyer wants to do a lot of pro bono stuff. Pro bono. Obviously, that doesn't bring in money. And her dad and Remy's dad is also like an enemy of progress, mm. you know. And their son as well. Can I just say something? Son. Their son Dodge. is um, called Ben. He was basically did his school in London, and he came back to Nigeria to do his um. And is it was it NYC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in the law firm. What but, New York City? No, no, it's Nigerian Youth Service. Mm. Oh. So you have to do for if you want to work in the public service in Nigeria, you have to do one year of youth service. Okay. Yeah. So obviously he's doing it in his parents' law firm, and. You know, can I? <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean. Like the way they portrayed his girlfriend. Yeah, his uh, girlfriend is an, an oyibo girlfriend, white girlfriend. No he girlfriend brought... in their right mind would come acting like that. Like, well, she was white. So, do you think this is some of these white people don't know that, that you come to Nigeria is you don't act like that to someone's parents? But gosh, anyway, cool. Really bad. Anyway, uh, yeah. Um. So, but if anything, the most unbelievable part of the show was him being straight. straight he was not straight because i messaged you in it i was yeah. like oh what is he is he gay he in real life is he gay in real life he he, he, he must, must be because i messaged esther i was like <laughs> I, I, i'm not even trying to st- i don't know he's a terrible actor because he can't even play play <laughs> no oh, even Will from will and grace can play straight he did it in oh, yeah. travelers he would even had sex with a woman yeah but when no. he came in i was like esther 
is this guy gay? <laughs> is it- I don't think, obviously, not, I think he can't declare that he's gay because obviously in Nigeria, you can't yeah, declare you're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is, he just, he doesn't play a, a good straight guy, no, in my no. opinion. I mean, I like him so though. The casting is terrible. <laughs> I think he's the only one that would say that is just a bit. I mean, the casting is all right. Everyone plays. No, I mean his casting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't speak to that. The show, it was a decent show. Like to be honest, I got up to like episode seven. So, um, how many is that? Thirteen episodes or something. Yeah, I got up to episode seven. No, episode eight. So it was a decent watch, but. It, it was like watching an African version of Suits. Like, literally. Which is, do you know what? It's one of the things, I understand what you're saying because the format is, you know, just like very suits. similar. It's like a yep. good, good wife as well. You yep. know, you have a storyline and you have all these other the lawyers that are doing their own storyline. Like, But at the end of the day, I liked it because one is different mm. well, to what Nigerians usually do in their dramas. Yeah, Let's I guess be so. real. It is. Um, it's different. And plus, I really like the cases. Mm. So, I mean, obviously, everyone knows Nigeria to be very corrupt, but then it also talks about corruption in the actual legal... System. Yeah, the legal system. And it just, it's just it's just different, and I liked it. And obviously, RMD is fine as fuck, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all right. It was a good watch. Yeah, so I would give it... Obviously, I'm going to judge it in terms of Nigerian television. <laughs> I would give it a solid like seven point eight, almost an eight. Oh yeah, actually no, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. I enjoyed it, and it was different. And it's on Netflix, Michael. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I'll give it a seven. It was, it was, it was decent. It's, it's a background watch. Like you can actually watch it in the background and just listen and do work or do something else at the same time. Uh, the characters are alright, apart from the guy who's the son. playing a straight guy, the son. <laughs> he was a bit weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I it's a good recommendation. Did Susan decent, watch it? It's different. I think she would like it. She was watching it off and on with me, but she, I guess it's a case where when it's it, it didn't slap. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds I know, like no, because it. I, cause he, and it he downplayed slap. it. it no, because he downplayed usually, it. Su- no, but usually Susan, like when she when she hits onto something, yeah, she'll, she'll watch it. Watch yeah. But I think so. If, you know if what Michael's is? saying off and on, that means you, you know what I slap. think it is. When it comes to some African acting, it's not as mature as some other actors you watch. So when you're watching it especially after watching something where the actors are just brilliant and then you switch over to it, it still feels a bit mediocre, so it doesn't grip you and pull you in. However, Esther is used to watching these types of um, shows, like, I'm not, you watch a not lot of Nigerian. You watch a lot of yeah. Nigerian things, so okay. you're used to that mediocre type acting, and you can like push past it. It's like me trying to watch films with subtitles, which I actually watched the other day. It's hard for me to push past it, and this was like kind of the same thing. I'm just thinking, uh, I just keep laughing at the characters rather than taking in the stories. Mm. But it is uh, seven. Seven is decent. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Not too bad. Better than what you gave for Carbon. So because it was shit. <laughs> but anyway. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that was my um, spotlight, and that's Castle on Castle. Watch it on Netflix. Um, Michael, over to you. Okay, so my spotlight for today is a show which is on Amazon Prime. It's an Amazon Prime original, and it's called Star Trek Picard. So if you are a Star Trek fan, you will definitely, definitely, definitely like this show. Um, funnily enough, when I was leaving the office and I was speaking to people and they're saying, what are you going to do today? I said, I'm going to um, talk about a show on my podcast with my um, co-hosts. And they were asking me, what am I going to be talking about? And I was like, 
um, Star Trek Picard and they were like, oh my Picard. God. Sorry. <laughs> the way you're saying it, flipping out, we ain't in Lego. Picard. <laughs> Star Trek Picard. That's the, that's the Nollywood version. <laughs> it is, it is. And they were like, oh my God, I watch it. It's tr- totally amazing. And I'm not really, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I watched it and I thought it was really good. All right, so. Star Trek. Star Trek. Not Star Wars. No, they're a Star Wars fan. Because Star Wars fans always. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah, I mean, fan. yeah, so, but Trekkies and know, Star Wars fans are different people. But I get what you mean, it's space. But, he, but Star Wars. <laughs> no, Star I Wars, what you mean, it's Star space. Wars fans do not like watching Star Trek. Oh, so what you're trying what to say mean. is like, I'm a Star Wars fan and even I like I it. I like it, right. exactly. Got it, got it, got it. You didn't really articulate that properly, but you, we got we there got at the end. We got there at the end. Yeah. Cool. This is Nigerian ex- explanations. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so it's following on from like Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Nemesis, I believe, um, because it has flashbacks to different scenes from those movies. And it centers around the life head, but my bond is very heavy, so it's very slow. But yeah. <laughs> it centers around the life of um, Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Nisha. Jean-Luc. Lucretia Picard. Which is played by Patrick Stewart. He's still in it. He's still alive. And he's still playing it rather well. He looks the same. No, he doesn't. He looks cool. Oh, okay. So in, no, but basically in the show, so I had a whole debrief mm-hmm. of Picard with my friend Dan yesterday because yep. we are both Star Trek fans. Mm-hmm. And... In, we were, we were discussing this, and <laughs> in the show, he is playing Admiral Picard. Yep. Is actually ninety four, I believe. Oh wow! But in real life, oh. um, Patrick Stewart is seventy six, I believe. And mm. I was like, but he looks ninety four in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, he, he looks like a very old man. He does, he does look like a very old man. Yeah. So what we're doing, we're following the life of um, Jean-Luc Picard. JL. JL. JLP. Yeah, JL. We'll call him JL. Um, he's retired from Starfleet now and he's got his own vineyard. That's why I think French, because he's got his vineyard. And he's got like, the chateau. Yeah, he loves the chateau. Chateau Le Picard. <laughs> <laughs> he wow. would name it after himself. Why do you sound like Pepe Le Pew? I don't know. Can you imagine it when French people, people try and pull that French and they do that, they, that, they close that, they do that. And if they're going to make them sound more French. It's like French people, like, we don't look like this. <laughs> like, like that. We um, yeah, oh, he's got man. the vineyard. He's yeah. got his vineyard and everything else. He's so, admiral. like, he's retired from being admiral and he's just living that life, drinking wine, and he's got his Romulan um, helpers and friends around him. So, like, one day, it just, everything just goes a bit nuts where we start seeing a woman and she kind of, something crazy happens to her and then she ends up at Picard's house and he's trying he's trying to understand like why you're doing her she's explaining the situation and why she's here she's having a flashback and she's seen him and the flashback says i should come to you and he's not really understanding what's going on and begins to unfold like a little bits and bobs of stories trying to investigate like where's this girl come from and what's going on and she kind of runs away and when he goes to search for her he finds her and then it all goes a bit mad from there i as much as I want to tell you a bit about the story and what goes mad, I don't want to tell you too much because I feel like yeah. it's worth the watch. Yeah. Um, but, but that leads him to resuming, I guess, in a way. Trying to, yeah. Trying to resume his duties. Not really resuming his duties because he's not Starfleet, but he yeah, basically ends, he ends up back on a ship. Yeah, because right. he has been like 
well, the Starfleet guys, they don't really like him that much because he was trying to save all the Romulans. And I believe, did they did he, the Starfleet have a long war with the Romulans? Or I'm not sure of the backstory around all of that stuff. Well, I yeah, I mean, remember. he was, because he was doing the diplomatic mission, but yeah. obviously it, it was, I think it was, for, for Starfleet to do it, it was a bit of a taxing yeah, job do, job to do it. But he was kind of one of the pioneers of, of the Romulan refugees and yeah. putting them on different worlds and stuff. And there's another bit of the backstory about the synths, which kind of intertwine the synthetics, which kind of intertwines into this scale as well. It's, where it's a conspiracy. Like, yeah, years ago, like the synthetics just went nuts and they just started killing all the Romulans that were on their Mars colony. And they and since then they banned the use of synthetics. And the Romulans were always against are now against like synthetics as well. And there's this Romulan like cult of people that like kill everything to do with synthetics. And um, so Picard's investigating what happens to his friend, this girl who found him, begins to unfold and uncover all of this like conspiracy and all of this mad happening between like the Romulans and Starfleet. And he forms his own Starship crew and goes on a venture to try and find- Answers. Answers, basically. Um, The reason why I like this show is because it's, it's, it's a good watch. Like something always happens on each episode, sort of. And I'm going like, to wait for you to finish and then I'll give my two cents. Like, I love the way they've shot it as well. It's really good. I like, usually I get annoyed with flashbacks, but the way they've done the flashbacks and what's happening, it's actually interesting because you, it makes you have to concentrate and understand what's going on and kind of maybe look into some of the backstory and how we got to where we are and all of that stuff. Um, the characters are really good. We've got the character who played um, a woman that was in Blind Spot and she's back in this show as well. I was like, oh, right, what are you doing here? She's very thin. Um, but, uh, sorry. <laughs> how does that <laughs> Nothing, it has nothing to do with the show, sorry. Um, but I love the characters. I, lo- I can't remember, what was the, the, um, the pilot? He was in something as well, wasn't he? He's been in a couple of things. But I've seen him before he's somewhere. He's, he's, he's good I, as I like well. Him. Um, the girl who plays I don't know what she is but well I do know what she is but you guys will uncover what kind of she is and why Picard is interested in her um, she's a new actor I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before she's very pretty she is isn't it apart from her chin which is pretty long oh wow okay. she's, <laughs> she's she's wow. she's, okay. she's very pretty apart she's, from her chin she said her long chin <laughs> wow wow she is very pretty um, yeah I, I mean I think I like and like I'm one episode behind. Um, I'm on episode seven, which come, yeah, I'm on episode seven. We've got ten episodes, so we're nearly there. I'm enjoying it. I'm liking it. I highly recommend you watch it if you're a Star Trek fan. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, give it a watch as well. You probably like it too. Um, if I was to rate it, actually, you've got something to say. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, love Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Still think. Cisco was the best captain. You reckon? Cisco was the best Starfleet captain. Okay. Um, obviously, I like I like Picard, but I kind of feel like Picard is slow. Mm. Like I feel like the first six episodes they could have done that in three episodes. It 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 just it takes them a long time to get nowhere, really. Yeah. And that might be because they were trying to extend it to ten episodes. I don't know. I think May- it was just a build up. Though, yeah, maybe, it? maybe. I just feel like it's a bit slow. Um, 
I get that they're um, bringing in some of the old Starfleet characters in there, and and I still think there's a few more characters to come. I feel yeah. like Cisco might pop up in it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Janeway. Janeway might have to come into it because I feel like a lot of things, like when I had my debrief with Dan yesterday, we were talking about the fact that I feel like a lot of the problems now that the synthetics and the Romulans are having and yeah. even the Borgs yep. has something to do with Janeway. Mm. Um, and if I, I won't go into the reasons why because I'm going to sound like a complete geek. If you watched um, the previous Star Trek, you will probably know who Janeway is and you will know why I feel like maybe some of this is her fault. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it was a bit slow and... Let's wait to see what happens, but some shows yeah, are they, slow. They kind of they kind of done, done this in six episodes. Some shows just slow, and then just pick up. Like a uh, prime example is obviously um, the biggest one, Game of Thrones. is always slow for the yeah, first, and we're thinking, fair you know what? You guys could have combined all of that. But because we're one. not used to that for Star Trek, mm. like we're we're used to shit happening every episode. Like yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, it's a little yeah, bit. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm watching it. I like Picard. Um, I'm a I'm a Trekkie, so I do like yeah. Star Trek. <laughs> I'm a Trekkie, so I do like Star Trek stuff. I love obviously anything in space, really. Um, mm. But yeah, you know, feel like they could have done that in five episodes or less. But we still haven't gotten to the end, so let's see what happens. Yeah. It might get to like the next episode and all shit, all hell breaks loose. Who knows? Three more episodes left to watch, so I'm looking forward to it. Or they might take out a second season and stretch it out. Hopefully not, and they start another story, but we'll see what happens. So yeah, I'll definitely rate it a eight out of ten. Purely for the memories and the nostalgia of Star Trek, I might do the same. There's a couple of really weird things going on in it. Like the, the um, can't remember his name, but he, the actors, he's called Harry Treadway. He's got some weird incestuous thing going oh, on with his sister. sister. Yeah. Um, I think it's his sister that's trying it on him constantly. She's yeah, it's, bit... it's all a bit weird. And yeah. then Alison Peel, who plays the doctor, who was with Mad Bruce Maddox, but then she's, I don't know what yeah, she's she doing. Anyway, but watch Star Trek Picard. I give it an eight as well, but really? purely for the nostalgia of Star Trek. I don't think I would give Picard an eight if I was looking at it as a standalone, mm. isolated um, so show. So what would you give it if it was a standalone? Maybe a six. Oh. But that's only based on the episodes up until now. Who knows? Maybe like it might get to episode eight nine and then but we've only got three more episodes i just don't really see how they how i could watch it and be like raw that was good we'll see but we'll see i'll give it the i'll give it the benefit of the doubt but yeah okay um so that was star trek picard did i say right yeah yeah okay Catherine, you up next so there is a black man by the name of isaac wright jr um and A few years ago in the 90s, he was prosecuted under New Jersey law for being a drug kingpin, wrongfully prosecuted for being a drug kingpin. Um, We all know that the legal system in America is fucked up, but they they found a case. They pinned it on him. He went to jail and was serving a life sentence. During the process of him serving a life sentence, he um, became a paralegal in the prison. He represented himself, um, I think for a majority of his appeals. And he started to study law and then actually managed to get himself a legal license. Whilst in prison or? Um, I don't think in real life, not whilst in prison, but this TV show is based on his life, Mm. essentially. And it's produced by 50 Cent. Oh God. And it is called Full Life. It is a new show, only four episodes in. So he is serving a life sentence and he decides to fight back and make things right. So he then 
by some loophole manages to get a legal license while he's in prison and he starts to represent inmates um, against kind of like wrongful prosecutions mm. or, or misdemeanors and things like that while they're in prison, all in an effort to get him closer to actually coming to the position where he can actually exonerate himself. So his whole thing is he wants to go after the DA that put him away for life. So by doing these cases, he's also doing stuff in jail as well um, and also has to kind of grapple with, I guess, the politics in jail as well. Because like if you do, if you have to take on a case for like the skinheads, then maybe the blacks are against you and there's stuff like that going on. Um, But what happens is he's supported a lot by the female warden of the prison who kind of has a little bit of a vested interest in him going after the DA because I think the DA is running against her wife in like I guess the the I guess she wants to be DA as well. I'm not sure. There's there's some kind of city council yeah, her thing. Partner and her is, partner yeah, is going uh, going is up running. against the DA as well. So yeah. she kind of has a bit of a vested interest in his success as like going after the people that put him away. And um yeah, so it stars Nicholas Pinnock, who is a British actor. And it also his wife is also played by Joy Bryant, who's a British actor. So both lead characters in it are both British and um, he also has a daughter it basically just it's only just started but it's very good it's an original story mm. again the, the theme of this episode is original black nigger shit essentially <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the theme of this episode is and it's um, really good so far like really really good I'm really enjoying it I think it's really sick well done to 50 Cent even though you're a terrible human being <laughs> You seem to you, and, and to be honest with you, has ruined this whole power thing <laughs> by announcing Power Book five, six, seven, eight, nine, and thirteen, <laughs> starring everyone and their mum. But anyway, Four Life is really good. Kudos to him for for producing such a great body of work, and I hope he doesn't go to shit. And I hope Fifty Cent doesn't turn up in it as well. Please, Fifty Cent, stay off the show. Yeah, hopefully not. Imagine if he's in jail one day and yeah. Oh my god, over. I can see it happening because Fifty Cent, like Kanan, will end up in jail or something, and then it'll be like a Power <laughs> Book for life bridge but the show is called for life you will find it on digital platforms of your choosing and i would give it a solid nine out of ten i really like it there you go that's my spotlight all right i've been watching it as well um i'm really enjoying it i sentiment i yeah i think i would agree with you that it is a nine out of ten it's different like i've never seen anything like it hello original really good concept Loving um, the fact that it's British actors as well. Oh, definitely. Don't Do you know what? Over, baby. Do you know what I found out, Michael? What? You know, all American. Mm. The lead guy is British. Yeah, I know. He's from Birmingham. Yeah. I didn't even know this. I found that out. Wait there. a minute. Yeah. Is that that show about basketball? Like, no, football. American football. American football. Yeah. He was in Enterprise. That's why he left Enterprise. Do you know the one with um, um, Kaede? Yeah, yeah, that's that's how I found out because he was on Free Shots and he was talking about the fact that he had another show that he wanted him to star in, but then he landed the All-American role Ooh, and he no. couldn't do it. And I was thinking, why would he be talking to an American actor? And I was like, rah, Googled it. I was like, yeah. my God, he's a piece of 
him. I think Susan found out. She was like, oh, you know that guy's UK? And I was like, no, he's yeah, not. Mate, you, listen, please, uh, Hollywood, bring me in, in it, Because all these British actors are getting roles. Let me get one as well. This is why the Americans were getting angry, isn't it? Yeah. Samuel <laughs> Jackson Step was, your pussy up. Samuel right. Jackson was pissed. But anyway. Yeah. So for life, I recommend you watch it. Yeah. It is, it's amazing. It is, it's a really it good a show. Man. It's a really, really good show. Um, I'm looking forward to see how it pans out. I want to see him get out and don't stuff. want 50 cents to turn up in it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he will. You know he will. Oh, my God. You know he will. Oh, man. I hope I, he goes to jail for trolling. You forgot so to mention how, um, like, the DA is kind of trying to stop him from doing what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, obviously, he's coming stuff. against yeah. that roadblocks because, I mean, a, a prisoner who has a legal license in jail has mm. never, been, never been done before. And but. they're also trying to stop him from looking into his own case and all of that stuff. And, oh. yeah. Because obviously, once he starts looking into it, he'll realize that he all the charges were stacked <laughs> against him. Yeah. And you know, Americans love putting black men in jail. Let's face it. So, mm. but yeah, that's my spotlight. Definitely nine. Okay, sounds interesting. I might even watch. <laughs> Actually, I will. It sounds really interesting. Okay, guys, that was our spotlight segment. It was spotlit. <laughs> Using that word all wrong, Esther. All wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. You're an idiot! You're an idiot! Moron! You, sir, are an idiot. Okay, um, now we are at one of my favorite segments, actually. Um, Idiot of the Fortnite. And this episode, Michael is gonna let us know who the who is the idiot of the Fortnite. Oh my god! So basically, my idiot of the Fortnite for this episode is a character from a well, a trailer and a film we just spoke about called A Quiet Place. And if you watched it, you will recognize this name as an idiot girl who's so silly, stupid, and makes the worst mistakes ever. Her name is Reagan Abbott. Reagan is such a white girl. White girl. <laughs> Reagan. Reagan Abbott is so you've got the family Evelyn Abbott, Lee Abbott, and then you've got the oldest sister of the Abbotts, who's Reagan Abbott, and she just makes all the wrong mistakes an older sister shouldn't do. How old is she? Um, I can't remember how old she is in the show. She must be like in a, a teenager, definitely a teenager. Okay. She looks like a teenage girl and the reason why the main reason why i want to call her idiot is because in like the first opening scene she literally gets her brother killed like sorry i'm going to spoil the story for those who haven't watched it but you've kind of already gone through it in your spotlight yeah i have i have i have actually so this girl like you know you're in an apocalyptic place where you can't make any type of sound you know toys make a lot of sound you know Okay, mind you, she is deaf, but the dad snatches toys and says, no, you can't, no batteries, nothing else. This girl goes and gives her brother a toy, which makes music and all of that stuff. So obviously her brother, only being like a three-year-old boy, switches on the toy and guess what? He gets killed. That's one of her first mistakes. Like literally just gets <laughs> killed. And, then everyone, and everyone watching the film was just shot like, fuck. Like you wasn't, expecting it at all and then you're thinking like what if no if, from the beginning when the girl gives him the toy everyone you're talking to the tv thinking why are you giving him the toy why are you doing this are you stupid or something are you dumb not just that the girl goes out on her own you're partially deaf you know you shouldn't be going out on your own because all her family speaks sign language and she's always looking at them when they're talking you know if you make a random sound you can't hear that you're making a random sound so obviously these things are going to come for you 
and you know you're making random sounds next to your house where your whole family lives this girl runs away and starts doing stupidness to attract the damn beast and all of that stuff and almost gets all her families killed um so if you watch this film you will understand why this girl is an idiot why you should like talk to your kids and make sure they never behave like this <laughs> talk to your kids and make sure they're girl. not idiots yeah, if they went in an apocalypse <laughs> apocalypse world oh man but yeah her name is reagan abbott from a quiet place she's a, uh, a i was gonna bag. swear but i don't like swearing so yeah she's a douchebag just like yeah idiot that's my idiot of the fortnight wow i'm actually watching now you said that you see now i'm intrigued you should have led with that what a young boy getting killed <laughs> wow okay well maybe that doesn't sound right that doesn't sound right okay okay moving swiftly along actually i think this is my favorite segment um what a drag now today Catherine is gonna be dragging someone who are we dragging today cat so the tv show i'm gonna keep this nice and short a TV show called Manifest started off with so much promise. It so was wait, the whole show? The whole show. Yeah. The whole show is getting dragged. It started off with so much promise. I saw the trailer. I was like, this show's sick. People get on a plane and the plane disappears for five years. Yeah. And when the plane lands back, oh, everybody in their life currently has grown old. They have moved on five years ahead. And no one knows where the plane w- was. No one knows where the plane disappeared to. No one knows where the plane was during that five years. There are two sets of twins. One of them was on the plane. One of them was off the plane. And when the plane arrives, like her little brother's still like mm-hmm. six and she's like a teenager. Um, started off with so much promise. Now, the whole thing is bullshit. They're, like now they, they've got magical powers. They're hearing shit. <laughs> <laughs> now they you, might wouldn't die. You, but wouldn't you expect that though? Because I just were... not, but it's it's gone down a real lost track, and it's oh, and it's. Okay. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, what's happening here, guy? Like now, yeah. I just, I just, I'm like, what, what, what's? I'm so done with the show. I'm not watching it anymore. I'm it's not watching it. People, isn't it. Is it still? Is I'm it still, still watching? On? It. Is it still on? It's still yeah, on. Yeah, it's still on. It's still on, and I'm like, there's a death date now. Yep. Now they've disappeared for five years. They've realized that they're gonna die in five years, so now yep. they're trying to stop it. But now they've got magical powers. People seeing visions. Things are happening. Some of the visions have nothing to do with. Then they've met some random person that was in a in a um, somewhere in the snow, and he has the same powers, but he wasn't on the plane. And Chale, you know what? Chale, I, I need to finish to see what happens. This show, I uh, think they'll probably cancel. It is that, over. But... It is over. It is over. What is happening? Somebody just needs to throw holy water on them and pray and let it be done with. That's all they need. They need church. They need an all-night all night session. An all-night visual. That's what they need. Manifest. I'm just saying, isn't it? But yeah, drag. The show is dead. It's so dead. I'm even upset just talking about it, as you can hear. But <laughs> it's dead. Next. I'll let you know what happens at the end because I'm going to finish it. I'm stopping because I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> okay, so that was, <laughs> that was our drag. Dragon Manifest. I, I won't, won't be, be watching. watching. On to Oldie But Goodie and this episode, it's with me. My Oldie But Goodie is that 70s show. Oh, I love that show. Show, show,
Okay, so that 70s show is basically is a period sitcom that was um, based on a group of teenagers um, from 1976 to 1979. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like the whole decade. Like when I was watching it, it just seemed like there were so many years. But um, no, and it ran from 1998 to 2006. Okay. So three years was spread out like... Um, a lot Mm -hmm. and the producers of the show the creators of the show wanted it to be in the late 70s so that way in terms of like you know all the political stuff that was happening in the 70s that was like kind of entrenched as opposed to starting from 1970 to thing and the show I mean it has a lot of people people that are very you know very successful now Mm. Um, you have hold on one second I didn't know his name was Topher yeah, <laughs> that's a very interesting name. Um, Topher Grace yeah. sounds like a girl. Um, he played Eric Foreman. So it was it was about him basically and his group of friends yeah. and his family. Um, his dad was basically bullying him. Yeah. <laughs> Red, <laughs> Red was great. Yeah. yeah, but I loved it. Um, Kitty, his mom was interesting. Um, he had a hoe of a sister. Mm. I loved it. Um, <laughs> um, Mila Kunis wasn't it? She played Jackie, sport brat, um, rich sport brat. Ashton Kutcher played Michael Kelso and they are obviously now married and very successful actors and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yep. Danny Masterson plays, um, played Hyde. Laura um, Prepon plays, played Donna, who was Eric's girlfriend. Yeah. She was in... Um, Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. Yep. What, was that, what was her character in Orange is the New Black? What's the name of her? Uh, oh. She was married to Piper's character. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but yeah. Wilma... I'm Valderrama. Sure. Yeah, Valderrama played Fez. Um, that stood for foreign exchange student. Yeah. Um, Very <laughs> that's racist. really like racist when you think about it. Yeah, it was eight seasons. Um, I didn't know. It was on trouble. Yeah, it was on yeah, trouble. I so that's why I watched it, and it was such a good. It was different to what. That was the first time we saw Action Kutcher, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. First time we saw yeah, most of them. They were, mm. Yeah, because they were quite young. Like when it started, mm. '98. Yeah, it started. They were quite young. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just a major show. And even if they're in the se- they're in the seventies, what made you watch it was the, the dynamic of the of friendships, friendships and yeah. the relationships yeah, yeah. and the and fact that they that scene where they all get high, high on the table yeah. was very funny it was like a yeah. staple scene in, in the, the, yeah, whole, exactly. the whole show yeah yeah it was just it was just a really fun fun show it started going a bit downhill when like um Tove, that Topher guy left mm. in like the last se- um like the last season and Ashton Kutcher was kind of in and out of it yeah and then um not Donna, sorry. Even Donna left that point, didn't she? No, she didn't. No, she didn't. But Mila Kunis' character, she kind of, she was with Kelso, then she was, she was with, with Hyde, Fez. and then she went with Fed, like she yeah. was actually with everybody. Bouncing with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually for everybody, but anyway. Yeah, it was such a, such a good show, and that 70s show, everyone should watch it. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. Moving on um, our fortnightly recommendation. I'll take it. So um, this is actually meant to be my spotlight for next week, but I'll bring it into fortnightly recommendation. It is a five-part documentary on Netflix called Who Killed Malcolm X? Mm. Oh, um, yes, yes. Really, really sick. It's all about this one guy who has an obsession with the Malcolm X case and the death of Malcolm X. And he has spent his entire life off his own back just researching what happened, who was there, um, what the police did, what the feds did, like who was involved, who really killed him, what actually happened that day, mm. um, what happened leading up to it. And, you know, like the fallout between Malcolm X and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and all of these different things. And it is really, really sick. And by the end, he actually 
uncovers allegedly who was the one of the trigger the main trigger men mm-hmm. um who was never brought to justice but it's actually absolutely sick five-part documentary yeah. so please go and watch it on netflix and that is my very quick and very brief recommendation and do you think while watching it i was like don't you think um there should be a movie about the honorable elijah muhammad like why hasn't anyone done that yet True. do people actually start with the honorable elijah, elijah muhammad like every well, time that's, name. that's how he should be called so um, I mean, fair enough fair enough he started the Nation of Islam, but like the beginning of the Nation of Islam, that should be a that, oh, 100%. That, that's it what I'm saying. That's, that's like yeah. that's like a, a black civil rights narrative that should be told. Why has no one told it? That's We've true. told the Malcolm X story, but before Malcolm, Ma, like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was, made Malcolm X who he yeah, was. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? So, and there was a whole movement there that no one's actually decided to make a film about, and I'm just wondering why. Mm. Maybe anyway, there's politics behind well, it. I don't know. We guys, maybe. listen to that and pick that up. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so um, that's my fortnightly recommendation. We don't have a um, did you know slash Archie's fun okay. fact because he's not here today. Obviously, we didn't even address that. It's not here. He's not here today. Oh yeah, Archie's not here. <laughs> at, right, at the, right at the end right of the episode, end. we're like, Archie's Sorry, not Archie. here. Archie's going to be like, oh. Guys, so I swear I'm the most consistent. <laughs> Mate, I weren't leading, so I can't, I I can't speak to that. But um, <laughs> so yeah, that brings uh, us to the end of the episode. <laughs> bye, guys. Have a good day. No, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Okay, what's this? Bye, guys. We have to we have to wrap up the episode properly. Okay, so um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Remember to follow us, subscribe, share all that stuff on our social media platforms, on our Instagram, fyvp.podcast, on our Twitter, fyvppodcast, <laughs> on all streaming platforms. Um, I've been Esther. I've been Mr. M, a.k.a. Michael. And I have been Jonisha Lucretia Picard. Yes. You forgot what my name was, didn't yeah, it? I, 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 I can't remember. You know, shit, man. Every time I come up with a name for an episode, you don't even remember it. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Cut. You are logged into For Your View Pleasure podcast. This podcast is, is absolutely amazing.